Hey, Abdullah Al-Ma'wali here, and welcome to another episode of True Story Tent. Um, so, um, I don't know where to start. So it started... Um, so we entered, and... It's the worst and the dumbest thing I've ever decided to do. I don't know, I mean... And that was kind of like the hammer on the nail. I feel it, I feel it. <laughs> Allow me to give you a bit of a recap on what True Story Tent is, especially if this is the first time you're listening to this show. True Story Tent is a series of uh, storytelling gatherings or story nights that we put together uh, in different parts of the Arab world, or at least that is uh, the goal we're aiming towards. So far we've had uh, several events in Oman, uh, we've had one in Dubai, and we've had one in Jeddah. Uh, Neighboring countries will be coming soon. So we pick some of our favorite stories and we bring them out to you through this podcast. I also get to talk to the storytellers uh, after they've shared their stories on stage to delve a little deeper into their stories, uh, to fill in those curious gaps that I have on certain aspects of their stories. So in this week, we hear from Ahmed Azri. He is of Iranian descent, was born and raised in the United Arab Emirates. Is it better now? Yeah, it's better now. Okay. Yeah, this is, yeah. This is, this is, this I got in touch with Ahmed through Skype to find out more about the story he shared with us. I'm doing good, alhamdulillah. I started, uh, I moved here to the States um, like six days ago. Um, started my master's degree in um, global development and peace here at the University of Bridgeport in Connecticut. He shared a story in our Dubai gathering about a traumatic experience that he went through when he was eight years old. And that experience shaped who he is today. Thank you. On the 21st of October 2004, um, me and my brothers, we were arguing with my dad to, for three dirhams and a half to buy an Ono pack. You know, um, we, didn't, we, didn't, we didn't have a PS1 then. Um, it was in the weekend, you know? What did you do on the weekend back then? I mean, it's not like a long time ago, but you know what I mean. Um, uh, we, wanted, we wanted to really own a pack. And Baba is a very, um, very hard-minded person, so it took us like a good four hours to convince him for three drums and a half. And uh, we got that, and we went downstairs at like 10 p.m. We bought the Ono pack, and uh, all night, me and my brothers and my grandmother, we kept playing, playing, playing Ono, Ono, Ono all night. Um, the next day morning, 22nd of October 2004, um, uh, and this is the day that changed everything. Um, I was playing Uno with my brother, uh, Hamid, uh, that unfortunately could not make it to this event. Um, uh, uh, we were playing, I remember I won, um, 11.55. I was putting all the cards together because, because it's a brand new deck, you know? Um, I was, I was eight years old, my brother was six years old. I bought everything and I was putting, I was putting them together, um, all the, deck, all the, all the uh, cards. And um, my younger brother, Hamid, he can hawal, basically he was cross-eyed, okay? And he, was, he did surgery like just a few weeks before this whole thing happened. Um, he went on a table that was about two meet, a meter and a half to where I was standing. And he took, um, he took this very pen, this pen is 15 years old. He took this exact same pen and um, he threw it. Now, a cross-eyed kid throwing a pen, it could go anywhere, you know? But subhanAllah, by God's grace, it landed not anywhere. It landed right over here. It landed in the middle of my left eye, piercing nine millimeters. And it was on the 22nd of October 2004, 11.06 a.m. 
um, and it was it was a Friday, so my dad was not home. He was at prayer. Technically speaking, I was my eye, like I was I was bleeding from my eye. My eye was torn into two pieces. You know, so so let that sink in. Um, my grandmother took me and she rushed me to the hall, uh, to the bathroom. She started cleaning all the blood that was just gushing out nonstop. Um, I threw up. I remember I had eggs that day. I threw up everything. And then I went to my, my to, to my parents' room and I was crying. My mom, my mom actually fainted because she just couldn't take everything. And um, we kept we kept calling my dad, but my dad wouldn't pick wait wouldn't pick up because it was Jum'ah prayer. Um, so I went to the bathroom again. I kept washing it, washing it, and then I threw up twice more. And then I fainted again. My dad came home. He he just saw me bleeding from my eye. Picked me up and immediately put me in the car. We went. We, he drove right right to NMC, New Medical Hospital, in Abu Dhabi. And the doctor saw me. Like the the, the general doctor just saw me out and he was like, um, "He you need surgery, but the ophthalmologist is going to come at four o'clock." My dad is like, just just picked me up. He's like, piss off. He drove me. He put me back in the car and he called my brother's doctor, Hamid, who was cross-eyed. He did surgery just a few weeks ago. He called him. He's like, doctor, doctor, come to the hospital right now. He's like, what's wrong with Hamid? He's like, no, not Hamid. Ahmed is bleeding from his eye. They rushed me to the hospital. Um, I saw one of the doctors and then until my doctor came, Dr. Hassan Sabri. And he examined me and he said, and I quote, which means the eye is gone. doctor said what went through your mind all I wanted is for the pain to go away you know I wasn't sure of what's gonna happen like um, when someone tells you like a part of you is gone it's it's weird but at the same time I was I was in an insane amount of pain that the only thing I wanted to do is just for it to stop I woke up around like 18, 19 hours later. And that's when I first discovered that, oh, I, like, why is my, why is, some, 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 something feels weird. You know, some, some, something feels weird. This is the first time um, I'm able, like, I, I can't see very well. You know, something is wrong. I was eight years old. By, by the time I was 15, I did nearly 30 surgeries in, uh, in the UAE, in Iran, in, in the UK, and uh, in Spain, in Barcelona. Um, I've done from uh, retinal transplant to cornea transplant, six times lens transplant and removal because of rejection or, or infection, biopsies, silica patch uh, implants, um, silica patch removal, silica patch implant three more times, silica oil implant. My eye was, was all over the place, but but there was there was this in in in, uh, in the UK. I met this I met this kid, this Omani kid, you know. Um, and and you know you know when when you hear this kind of stories, you want to feel sorry for the person. But I don't ever want you to feel sorry for me, you know. And and you think about it like oh, and when I, when I was back then, I saw the Omani kid. The Omani kid was he was four years or five years old. He was born with no eyelids. He's basically like this all the time. His eyes were shut, you know. And and. For the, for the moment you take you think about that you like all the blessings that you have you know and uh, like back then obviously I didn't think that so after my I did there my cornea transplant in the UK in 2000 and uh, 2000 and, 2009 I did my, my, my cornea transplant 
this kid comes up to me and I was just coming out of my surgery. He comes up and he put his hand, I was crying my eyes out. I just came out of surgery feeling very groggy. I was yelling, mama, mama, where's, where's everybody, where's everything? I don't know what's going on. Um, this kid came to me and uh, he's like, Ami, Ami, matkhaf. everything's gonna be okay. Okay, this, this, this five-year-old kid, I, I yelled at him, you know, I yelled at him. I didn't know what all of that meant. Just for a second, imagine like you're being like driven over by a car and then someone tells you it's going to be okay. You know, like that, that, that's the last thing you want to hear. Until, until the thought came back to me when I, was, when, I was, when I was 18 or 19. You know, you think about everything that, all of, all of what happened, especially that specific moment, just to realize that that kid was so much more mature than his own age. You know, and subhanAllah, subhanAllah, subhanAllah. Okay, and just just for a kid at the age of four years old to come and consult someone that that is like three times their, his age. So I was homeschooled from grades four, which when my injury happened, to grade um, till grade nine, and and uh, so the, the I was homeschooled. So I never knew. I don't have sisters. The only females in my life was my mom and my grandmother. And uh, so I never knew how to talk to a girl, which is a very, very big problem. How is that a problem? When I went to school again back in grade nine, um, it was co-ed. Uh, there was girls in my class. That made me very uncomfortable. <laughs> that made me insanely uncomfortable. So what happened was the first girl that I talked to, um, she accidentally, someone pushed her and she hit me on the shoulder. Don't do what I did. I turned around and I pushed the hell out of the girl. <laughs> I had no idea what I was supposed to do. I didn't take, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't take etiquette 101 of how to, how to work with a girl, how to treat a girl. I never, I never, I never did that. I never knew anything like that. I was, I was homeschooled for four, for four years. I never knew any of the, any of what I was supposed to do or whether I should say sorry or whether what happened. I just turned around. I swear I pushed full force. Okay, and, and this, like, this is one of the things that I've always, that always kept, like, uh, like kept coming up to me every once in a while, you know? Um, uh, I needed, I need, like, and then I got into a lot of trouble, obviously. Um, I need, I need, like, obviously there was a lot of things I had to change with, with, with all of what I've been through, especially the fact that I was homeschooled, but I knew, I used to study by myself. Um, even though I was homeschooled, my mom would, 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 photocopy my friend's notes who that went to school. I would sit at home, I would just study them in between hospital visits and uh, I'd go to the hospital and just, just do whatever I can do. Uh, so, uh, so when I went back to school, it was, it was like a very interesting ordeal for me. Um, uh, but I knew that something had to change with respect to, to my personality. I, I started volunteering like crazy. By the time that I graduated, I had somewhere around 900 hours of volunteering. I started joining um, uh, conferences. I started trying to meet people, trying to... I, I did mistakes. I did a lot of mistakes. Um, uh, I started joining this conference um, for like high schoolers and university students called Model UN. I don't know if you guys have heard of it or not. Um, I joined it like religiously. Like by, from 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 2011 up to 2000, actually, actually till today, I've had somewhere around um, uh, 21 conferences, local and international. Um, I was the first student to be selected by the UN from the Middle East, from the UAE to represent them in a conference. Um, I was the first student to get to become a teacher and all of that stuff. But that doesn't matter. That all came with with what is this today. So people they think of injury as just 
as as a disability or something to to stop you down or or haram or I feel sorry for him or I feel sorry for her. I don't want any of that. I fact, I don't even want it to be treated differently. I don't want that. My my disability is is my identity, and and it's different. Like I know that if if like right now I don't see Abdullah as we're speaking right now. It's it's a it's a bit of a problem for me because people when I'm on my headphones and someone just comes up from my left, I. First of all, they scare the hell out of me. Um, but also, but also, it makes me feel bad because they kept like they kept waving or they kept saying hi, but I just can't see them, you know. And and this is a constant reminder of what you can do, what you cannot do. I constantly get headaches. Like right now, these lights are just killing my eyes right now. Um, uh, but but all of this came with 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 a price, you know. Um, it made me who I am today, and and I'm very very grateful for that. Um, uh, I have two different eye colors, which I personally think is very beautiful, and I love my eyes. I'm curious if you if you remember a time earlier before you come to accept this part of yourself where when you felt self-conscious what would people think when they see this do, do you remember that i was i was self-conscious with it um, for a good couple of years i mean at first i was at home so i didn't like for the first three four years i was at home so i didn't get to go out or or meet people that they would tell me oh what's wrong with your eyes but after that once it's not like once the the story sort of started like the question started piling up i was like wait um i sort of want to cover it a little bit so that people don't see but if i do cover it up there's going to be way more questions so i tried like to like low-key hide it somehow um there were times and when i put my glasses on i would literally um like any put fingerprint smudges over my over my left glass so that it doesn't look easily visible uh, was there a specific moment or incident that uh, sparked the switch from being self-conscious of it to accepting it or was it this gradual thing and it, it was it was it was a gradual thing but it's when I started enjoying telling my story you know mm. when in grade 11 grade 12 when when sometimes like people would ask and and they would be like wow that 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 that's so interesting you know and that was what like yeah it is interesting Stay up to date with upcoming gatherings. Follow us on Instagram at True Story Tent. This episode is produced by me, Abdullah Al Ma'wali. You can find me on Instagram at Wandering Brown Guy. Thank you all for listening, and I'll see you on the next one. Thank you so much, man. Have a lovely day. You too. You too. Take care. Peace out.